0: So everybody, if you don't know, I am on the I Be Knowing Tour right now, hitting up all these cities all across America, performing stand-up comedy, and it's really been a great success. We've been having a great time on the road, but the road is just continuing to keep going, and so that means you guys have an opportunity to come out and see me. Make sure you check out SmartFunnyAndBlack.com backslash schedule to see when I'm coming to your city. This weekend, I will be in Cleveland. March 27th, I'll be in Orlando, Florida at UCF. March 29th, 30th, and 31st. First, I'll be in West Palm Beach at the Improv. And then Atlanta, I will see you on April 4th and 5th. So come on out. We got a lot more shows after that. Those are just the ones that are coming up soon. But I hope to see you guys. So make sure you go to smartfunnyandblack.com backslash schedule to see when I'm going to be in your city so you can come and say what's up. Self help from the hip. Small doses. We're talking that shit. Small doses. say keeping it real. Small doses. With me and Steelz. It's so funky. <laughs> this week we have a special episode, a crossover episode with my brother Van Lathan's Red Pill podcast. Now, some of you all know about the fact that I had spoken about a physician who many women had contacted me saying they had had inappropriate exchanges with. And the story ended up ballooning because the press does not know how to do journalism far too often. And I said the person's name after eight women had contacted me with these stories. And I felt compelled to have to Say a warning that there's a guy out here who is doing creepy behavior that could be problematic to anyone who comes in contact with him. Now, this has become a firestorm on the interwebs, largely in part because patriarchy and uh, misogyny still continue to rear their ugly heads. But also because of poor journalism. (laughs) So the latest was that a website called BlackSportsOnline.com run by a man named Robert Littal decided to make a false headline about my statements. They put out a headline that said, Amanda Seals admits to lying about being sexually harassed by... And then they named the person. I'm not naming the person because I don't want to even continue to give this person any uh, opportunity to attempt to defame me, which they absolutely tried to do and uh, <laughs> in their statement. But what I will say was that it was very hurtful to me that this lie was presented because it was simply completely 100% untrue. I had never accused anyone of sexually harassing me. And when I had stated a reiteration for clarification purposes, it was mangled into a headline that attempted to discredit me. And it did a great job because for the last two weeks, I have been attacked, harassed, and lied on. I'd had death threats. And I want to shout out all of you who have made it your business to tell people that they are missing the facts and to inform people that they should not just trust headlines they should actually do their own research because the reality is is that the facts are staring at them in their face Literally. literally because it's videos that I did where I was talking directly to the camera staring them in the face not saying what I'm being accused of saying so thank you all because some people feel like on these internets when they see this type of negativity, they're like, I don't want to deal with it. But the reality is, is that a lot of people don't understand that You got to nip ignorance in the butt or at least challenge it or else it just goes on unfettered. And that's what happens on these interwebs is that you get to decide what you exchange with. And I completely understand people being like, I don't want to exchange with toxicity." toxicity. But when we don't simply correct people or even lead them in the direction of information for them to correct themselves, I feel like we're doing them and ourselves a disservice. Now, I've had people say to me, oh, Amanda, you know, you're not really being fair because you're just like interacting with trolls and you're clapping back. And it's like, no, no, that's not my perspective. My perspective is that there should always be, at the very least, an attempt to uh, bring the truth to light. And sometimes that comes in the form of a clapback, or it comes in the form of being on Van Lathan's Red Pill podcast with the individual who wrote the libelous headline about you. So today, we are going to present to you me sitting with BlackSportsOnline.com, Robert Lytow, discussing his false headline, and also discussing the bigger conversation around when is it the right time to acknowledge caution or to present concern publicly about somebody. Is eight women enough? Is one enough? Is it bringing someone down to caution others based on the stories of many that have been told to you? Is contact from strangers proof? Is there an issue with too many people making false accusations? All of these questions and more get discussed in this conversation. Check it out. We actually will be doing a follow-up episode where I open the floor to you all to ask questions related to this. But for now, I just ask you to sit back, listen, and if you want, you can also check out the visual component of this on YouTube so that you can get a chance to see my faces that I was making as I was listening to a bunch of BS from BSO.
1: Yes, 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 okay,
2: no bullshitting, Uh, to my right is Robert Latau, the, tell people who you are, Robert. The editor-in-chief of Black Sports Online and BSO Entertainment, uh, biggest independently Black-owned sports and entertainment website in the country. Okay.
1: So you guys have all seen BSO, you've seen BSO on Twitter… Um, you've seen BSO uh, on, on different social media feeds, broken a lot of news over the years, written a lot of articles over the years. Um, that is Robert Littell. To my left is...
0: <laughs>
1: oh! Amanda Seals.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: We all know who Amanda Seals is. Do we?
0: I think, I think that's an unfair
1: assumption. That we all know? Yeah. Amanda... Why do you feel like that? Nah, you just think you're Amanda Seals. People, everyone knows you? Everyone knows Amanda Seals, comedian, Actress, rapper, singer, poet, <laughs> uh, gym, gymnast. That's actually real. She can do flips. If I can't um, do that, yeah. Now, why are both of these people here today? Uh, to have, we're here to have a multifaceted conversation Ooh. on um, not just a specific incident, issue, and something that's happened over the last couple of weeks, but also uh, the larger question of how journalism People's actual lives, uh, truth, and perception all intersect. This all has to do with—I'm going to let—actually, I'm going let, to let Amanda start um, because it started sort of with uh, some comments that you had made. Mm-hmm. And we're going to let you you tell how your side of the story, how you felt like this went.
0: Well, in this, in this particular incident, I was sharing on my podcast— and on The Breakfast Club about the importance of speaking about people that you are interested in dating because you can get information that can help you uh, make decisions about someone and whether or not they're the right person for you to be dating. So, like, I think we've all experienced, like, a time where, like, you may not know someone has, like, a whole girlfriend or a whole boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, you're talking to somebody and then you find out and you're mm-hmm. like, oh. You ask around. Yeah, yeah, like, it's and that to me is just, like, being in a social sphere, you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, that was the space I was speaking about that in. And in speaking about this particular person, I never said their name. Mm -hmm. I never said their name, and I never said that they sexually harassed me. I simply said that they were pressed about me coming to visit them very early on in our interaction. And I said that when I had relayed uh, their name privately to a friend that they said, oh, well, I know somebody who had this troubling experience with them. And that made me say, oh, yikes, that's not the person for me. Right. Uh, But in in relaying this story, uh, a number of women contacted me via different means, Instagram, Twitter, uh, and email to say, even though I had not said this person's name, they knew exactly who this person was Mm -hmm. and named that person both first and last name, which gave me pause. Because for somebody's behaviors to be so consistent that people are able to discern who you're speaking about without even giving an extensive amount of factors for them to be able to determine that made me say, okay, this is, this is not okay. Um, And I think anyone who actually does know me knows that at my core, I'm really for the people. I have always been for the protection of truth, for the preservation of truth. Um, I have always been for the upliftment of black people. I have always been for the upliftment of women and specifically of black women um, in a number of spaces. So when when I when I was put in the predicament of all of these people coming towards me with 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 troubling information about somebody it was like damn like this is a crisis of conscience it's a crisis of conscience because it's like there's people who are saying things that are negative and that are troubling and i i could possibly curtail other folks from having to go through those experiences Mm -hmm. so i was very um aware of that but i said you know what i don't want to i don't want to go out of pocket. But then I received a I received a correspondence that gave me just way too much pause.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, I simply just wasn't okay with preserving um, that person's name anymore because at the very least, what you do when you speak honestly or you speak to an honest, and when I say speak honestly, I mean to speak to an honest concern, mm-hmm. you give that person the opportunity <laughs> to either agree or disagree, yeah. um, but without necessarily incriminating them, right. you know? So this is just like, okay, this is what I've been told. Mm-hmm. Now the issue came when the press, and I put it in quotes, because I think once upon a time, uh, journalism was really fact-based. It was really rooted in fact-based, being fact-based. And, like the journalists took pride, took pride in like, I'm going to uncover the facts. I'm going to uncover the truth. When we talk about, like, Woodward and Bernstein,
1: and we talk about... That's highbrow journalism right there. Yo, those are, the, those are the, the are The guys. The guys are the guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guys. Sure. You know,
0: when we talk about Soledad O'Brien, you know, mm-hmm. when we talk about individuals who have made their career based on uh, having journalistic uh, ethics, what we're really talking about is folks who have decided that it really matters to them to give everybody access to information that they may not have access to. All right. right? So, what was problematic to me, though, is when folks who do not hold that same ethical base of journalism uh, blur the line of editorial and op-ed. Mm-hmm. So, like, speaking the facts versus speaking their opinions. Mm-hmm. And also, when they don't do research. So, there was a number of outlets that just decided that they were going to...
1: the first false headline that you read?
0: Amanda it? Seals accuses this individual of Sexually harassing her and sending incriminating texts.
2: Okay, so two
0: things I never did. Right. I I literally never said that. Mm -hmm. I never said that I was sexually harassed, mm -hmm. and I never said that anyone sent me uh, like texts that were Mm -hmm. uh, inappropriate. Right. Mm -hmm. So that off rip was put into the zeitgeist. Now the issue also that happens is like okay. So they put that out there. What can you do? But not enough folks feel like it's their role as journalists to fact-check other right. journalists. Mm-hmm. So they just take that
1: and, and run. And b- now it's a bunch of sites subsided, and now that's the narrative. Right. Okay. So— And then— Right. That, that brings us to—now we're all caught up, Okay. No, uh, you think? No, go for it, sister. Go do you do your thing. Well, because
0: then I felt the need to clarify that.
1: So oh, okay, excuse me. I did cut off a point. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So then I felt because because this had gotten so far off the track of reality, mm-hmm. I was like, let me just clarify that I have never accused this person of this. What I did do is this. So all I did was just spec like all I did was simply state in a video what I actually did versus what people were saying I did mm-hmm. because what they're saying is not actually the truth. Right, And then that was misappropriated into Amanda Seals admits to lying. Right, And I, one, have never admitted to lying. And two, I simply can't admit to lying about something I never said in the first place. Mm-hmm. So that was when things took a different turn because once again, a headline was, was made pr- public that was an opinion mm-hmm. but presented as a fact.
1: Right. So in between here, a couple of things happened. In between there, one thing that happened was that uh, the gentleman who this is about, um, who is a a very high-profile athlete uh, and figure, came on and said he's never done anything. He put out a lengthy statement on his personal um, Instagram, uh, sort of uh, balking at the idea that his reputation would be impugned in any way, And, Mm -hmm. and then making... Some, I guess, veiled accusations at the nature of your and his relationship, Mm -hmm. uh, basically saying that (laughs) you he had wanted to have a that you had wanted to have a relationship with him. You were scorned or spurned, and this is the reason why you were saying the things that you were saying. Okay,
0: which is simply inaccurate. Okay,
1: so then after that is where we get to the headline that she just uh, that the manager spoke about, um, which is the headline that went on BSO that said, Mm -hmm. uh, I think, and Robert's here. Robert is the guy is the guy who runs BSO. Um, I don't want to butcher your headline, so what do you remember the headline to be
2: exactly? The headline was, Amanda Seals admits to lying about being harassed uh, by, you know, the gentleman in, in question. Right. And some other stuff on the, the back Right, end. now,
1: we're not yeah. dancing around saying this guy's name. It just doesn't seem necessary to continue to
2: inject him Correct. into a conversation about this right here. So, Correct. you guys Correct. know who we're talking about. But... So, Robert, go ahead. Um, first so, off... So, so, tell
1: so tell this yes. thing from yours. So, now
2: it is... So, here's from my perspective. Mm-hmm. Um... Before the original part, the original Breakfast Club interview, the original podcast, the original, I believe it was uh, another video, maybe it was an Instagram live video Mm -hmm. that was done. I knew nothing about this at all. I only came into knowledge about this is when the gentleman put up his Instagram post. And then, like she said, in the fairness of journalism... It's like we have one person that's accusing another person, according to him. That's when I started doing my research on it. Listen to The Breakfast Club. Listen to the podcast. Listen to the IG live video. Some of the terminology that was used in those was a little concerning you know, to me. In uh, terms of what? And i tell you why. Because I feel like it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter if you can sing like R. Kelly you're Heathcliff hus- Huxtable, if you're doing bad things to women, then you should be out of here. You should be canceled. You should be in jail. And when I heard the term or the phrase, I should say, from Amanda that what she had heard was sexually predatorial mm-hmm. and could get him fired from his job, I took that very seriously. Because at that point, this is not just flirting going wrong, relationships going wrong. You're You're implying from other sources that there's some sort of sexual predatorial nature involved. Mm -hmm. So what I did was at that time, there's an article before this article that a lot of people don't remember, was I put what he said on there and I put what she said on there. And I was just saying that, he is saying that none of this never happened. That what she said about him, which in turn she says I never said, was there was no harassment, there was no... There was no, you know, there's not these other women out there. they are anonymous sources. None of this ever, ever happened. It's not what she
1: said, though. She just said that there were other women right, that were out right.
2: there. Right, right. I'm just telling you, once again, in the interest of journalism, mm-hmm. like we're talking about, sure. her word is, and his word, have to be treated equally. That's sure. what- and That'll be the last time I interject. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure that- No, no. That, that, I want to no.
1: make sure that we get to the basis yeah. of we're
2: what We're getting actually, to that point. Okay, cool. All right, We're getting to, to that point and, and what we all talked about. Sure. So after that, I guess some time passes. I'm not even paying attention to, to anything that's going on with that. I think it's over. When the new video is presented to me, that, you know, I didn't say it, this about him. I didn't say anything sexually harassment. I didn't say anything about it. I was just telling what other people had said. Now, I agreed with you and your representative that the way that I presented it in the headline, I should have, it was more editorial. What
1: Robert is re- referring to now is the yes. fact that after this was happened, yes. I
2: called Robert and we spoke last Yes, week. that it was more editorial because I felt at the time, if you're putting all of this out there uh, about him, and these are serious accusations, to pull back a little bit on it, to me was uncomfortable because we're talking about someone's career and life. Someone that's a neurosurgeon, someone that's going to be doing surgery on little kids' brains. So there's a responsibility, you know, to that. If he is what you believe he is, and you believe these women, then there's more that needs to be done. We can't just be talking on Instagram, you know, about it. You you have to. You can't be in the middle. What with, was she supposed to do? I mean, what what, what would right. you,
1: when you say more? Like when you say, by the way, okay, yeah. to everyone that's I'm yeah. not everyone knows that me and Amanda are friends. No, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm, I'm not, no, I'm not cool. trying to, yeah. what I'm saying, more than should have been done. Yes.
2: What are you? What do you I'm mean? saying there's, at that point, you have two decisions. She even spoke about it. She said she had a crisis of consciousness. I want to make sure mm-hmm. I got your, your phrase mm-hmm. right. Is if you know that someone's like that, if I know someone's committing a crime, I go to the police. But I don't know.
0: And I think right. that's what we need to make clear. Right. If you no, don't, Robert. Okay. This no. no. Is what I need to okay. make clear. Well, hold on. Because, I'll let you because you're you're. Well, nah. I can't let you finish. Because, okay. But because, I let listen. you do your whole thing. I, didn't I know. Say but what? But the okay. thing is, is Let's that go. you're you're completely okay. erroneous about what no. you're reporting no. because no. you're no. saying that I accused him of something and that I lied about the accusation. I never pulled back from anything. I simply clarified what I had said from the beginning. I literally just repeat. I didn't even clarify. I just repeated what I said from the beginning, which was that he never sexually mm. harassed me, that there were a number of women who said that he has been with, been problematic with mm. them. And the reality is, is that I said in my video, I have no empirical proof. All I can report is that people have been reporting to me that there could be an issue. And you know what? There's enough cause for concern to say, hey, just watch out. I did not by any means say, that I know for sure that this person does this. What I do know for sure is that several women have said that they do. Well, That's what I said. So, one quick.
2: Well, no, 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 you can go my back. Just go. one quick sure, counterpoint sure. to that mm-hmm. is, okay, I hear what you're saying with that. Mm-hmm. That's what, exactly what you said. Do you feel, and this is just a question to you, without empirical proof, do you think it's responsible to put something that serious on someone without knowing?
0: I think it is very irresponsible to with the information I received, not at least put out a caution.
2: Mm, I disagree with that.
0: That's fair. I disagree you, with and that. And you're allowed to disagree because we as humans are right. allowed to disagree. It's healthy. And it's healthy to have discourse, it right. is unhealthy to create deceit.
2: Well, creating deceit and deception with hesitation. And deception is what I'm saying is you're saying now I don't have any proof. You didn't say that. I literally but, said right, I don't have empirical right. proof. You didn't say that beforehand, though. I literally said that. No, no, that. no. You said that in the clarification. No, I didn't. I said yeah. that
0: in the video where I said his name. I literally but, said in that video, I do not have empirical proof, but I do have a number of women who have stated that this person is behaving with them in a mm. manner that is not okay. And today, I received a correspondence that made me say, I have to say something out loud. Okay. And so, for so the no, record, so, so. and for the record, there's been eight more women who
1: have come oh. forward so, to me. So, so, so. So no, no, no. Let's let's address okay. the headline real quick okay. before okay. We, before we okay. start the debate. Okay. The headline that we're talking about now, that kind of got this click back, right. this this whole thing cranked right. back up, was the headline that said, "Amanda Seals." Say it again. Lies. Uh, Alan, uh, uh, the, the whole I mean headline, the,
2: headline. Admits she lies about the harassment. In yeah.
1: your opinion, yes.
2: Right now, yes. Was that headline accurate? I would not say it was accurate. Actually, I would would have been able to word it in a different way to get my the point headline across.
1: that was out. Yeah. Was it accurate?
2: Yeah, I just said that was not, I could have worded it differently. Okay. Like, I feel it was an editorial headline. It wasn't something where I was saying, oh, I have empirical proof. It's what I believed. Okay. So that's a very big difference. No, I'm just saying. Because I'm
0: not a news source, but you are.
2: No, that's, no, I don't believe that. But wait
0: a second.
1: Okay. We have to, if we're going to have this discussion in the faith, we have to admit that the specific headline that you put up. Was in fact factually inaccurate. So, because right. then we have to ask, how do we get there? How uh-huh. do we get to a headline from your perspective? Yes. How do we get to a headline
2: that simply isn't true? Just like she just said. She said it for me. She is saying the, my point back to me. She's saying that, okay, well, sometimes you feel like, hey, I have information or I have. No, a Robert, feeling. Robert, let me oh, No, 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 you you got, you're okay, stopping no, no, me no, no, every no, no, time. I'm just saying, that, that's, because that's not Because cool. you're the only no, no, one no, no, between
0: no, no, the two of us that isn't making sense. No, no, okay,
2: no, see, all no, 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 right. No, so no, no, Robert, no, finish, finish. Okay. Go ahead, no, my bad. I'm just saying, I just find it ironic that I am getting chastised for an editorial headline that you guys are both- That defamed me. Right, no, 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 no. But you're saying that you can, without proof, Call someone sexually predatorial mm. with not I- any proof at all, then you have no problem okay. with that. Real quick. I just think, right. that's, I just think that's hypocritical. Okay. I'm just saying. Wait, hold on for a yeah. second. Let yeah. me yeah. say something yes. real
1: quick. <laughs> I'm going to put something out here mm. for, ever, for the listening and everyone mm. else. Amanda, I'm going to tell you right here I don't agree with the whole Myron role. Excuse me. I don't agree with the whole conversation that was started. I do look at that conversation. If we were to have that conversation, I do look at that conversation and go, maybe that's a little bit much if we're not going to go full bore if there's not an accusation of some sort of harassment or whatever because there is a lot on the line with that.
0: Which I did say at the beginning of my video.
1: Right. Having said that, Mm -hmm. me telling her right Mm -hmm. now, I don't agree with the narrative as far as that goes. Not saying whether or not it's true or not, just saying if we're going to be that strong about something in today's climate, maybe that needs to be a little bit more caretaker. That's fine. I'm saying that right now. So Uh people know that, okay? You, what what we have to deal with in terms of the discourse here is if you represented something in the headline Uh that didn't actually happen, you don't think
2: that journalistically Uh you're under a different standard than somebody who has an Instagram. I think that I am held to a standard, a journalistic standard. Sure. And when we spoke, you and I spoke, you and a representative spoke. We came to a conclusion that that wasn't right. And I apologize, you know, for that. What I told you and what I told her was that was how I felt it came across. But I can't put a headline out there because you didn't explicitly say that. And I apologize to And I wanted to speak to you directly. So I just don't want to say I, I apologize yeah. to Van. Or I apologize to your person. I said, no, I apologize to her. And I apologize to we you. We have a very substantive conversation. Right, And I apologize to you, but do you about know that right you who you should apologize right. to? Right. right,
0: Who? Your readers.
2: huh Because your
0: readers trust you, and that's the whole thing. Right. Because listen, like, the reality is as black folks with a platform, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: like, we're special. Mm -hmm. We get the opportunity to speak to large groups of people on a regular basis Mm -hmm. and they trust us, right? Right. And so that's why it's so important that when we do say things, Mm -hmm. that there is an actual grounds to say that. So like folks who really rock with Amanda Seals know that I would never put myself out there like this if I didn't feel like there was something Mm -hmm. necessary to do. They know that I would never try to tear Mm -hmm. down a brother who is a pediatric Mm -hmm. neurosurgeon. We can count on our hands how many of those are. They know that I would never Mm -hmm. do that flippantly, right? right? No, let me, I just okay. want, because I'm about to, I'm bringing you into this because this is a okay. us thing. Okay. That's what we need to understand. Okay. <laughs> this is an us thing. What's happening so often is we're making it a us versus us thing. We're making it a man versus women thing. Oftentimes it's the narrative that's getting presented is like, oh, if this person is holding somebody accountable then they hate black women. If this person is holding somebody accountable then they hate black men. Personally, I believe that as black folks, if we don't hold each other accountable, then we are waiting for others to come in and actually enact their own form of policing, which I don't want no parts of. But I say all that to say that as a journalistic space, And as somebody who has a platform, you have to say every time that you go on that line, that you go online, you have to come from a place of respecting your readers enough to know that they trust you. So I know like we it means something to our readers that they can look at something we put up and go with it. You know how many people have been coming at me simply off of just you stating that sentence because they believe you because they trust you. Because you've done such a good job at creating a space with your platform that you have now a, lead, a, a, a readership. And that, to me, is like such an accomplishment. Like, Van has done the same thing here at TMZ. We all know TMZ be on some fuck shit, but we know Van ain't. We know Van ain't. And so that's the thing. It's like the responsibility once you create, once you successfully reach that level, you can't be flippant. You owe your readers an apology for, for misleading them, and you could have easily said to them, like, this is how I feel, and you have said that. So I'm not trying to, like, discredit. You did say that. You could have said this is how I feel. But you once you also put your readers in a position to defame, abuse, and accuse a black woman who has done nothing but dedicate her life to black folks for a lie. Literally just Ooh. off of something that was a lie. Because what you're saying that I did I never did, and it's not okay, and they should be apologized to.
2: Once again, I hear exactly what you're saying, and going back to Van's question, is a journalistic any different than an Instagram? Mm-hmm. To me, if you're telling me all this stuff and you want me to feel this way, right? And I understand that, and that makes perfect sense to me. I can't wrap my mind around about how you don't feel some of the things that you're saying don't have the same effect on black people and black men.
0: What things that I'm saying?
2: Once again, accusing someone with no proof. Saying, having videos and things about Trump and black men and Jussie Smollett and black men.
0: Okay, so let's go, let's address that. Okay. Did you see the seven minute video? I've seen it. And like I said, did, I No, no, I, I, did you see the seven yeah, minute video? I did. So I don't know how you can watch a seven minute video mm-hmm. where I address Jussie Smollett mm-hmm. and say that it's about black men. I, didn't I address
2: not I, I, what I said you just was that as an example. No, I, exactly. Because what you're saying is one little snippet out of your seven minutes can be taken out of context, or you said something and you didn't mean it the way they said. No. Hold on, no, no, just just give me a second, give me a second. <laughs> but on the flip side of that, you're saying one pocket of what I wrote, not the entire article, not the follow up the tweets, headline, not the, the explaining. Hey, Robert, you know, I, Robert, no, hold on, hold on, give me a second, give me the a second, headline, hold bro. on, give me a second. I, I just here's the thing. You guys are not... Let me rephrase that. You didn't say yeah, no, No, no. Yeah. no, no. I'm not... I'm agreeing with you mm-hmm. on that. I'm not disagreeing with you on that. I'm mm-hmm. saying, okay, we've addressed that. Are we not going to address some of these other issues... To, to address them. Uh, you got, as, you got you, you're not going to address... We not that. No, no. Literally, yeah. at this moment, we no. were addressing it. Well, I was
0: simply making an addendum to right. what else needs to be addressed. Right.
2: So, I'm just saying that it's... Yes, I have a website. I'm a journalist, right? You're a star. You're on HBO, you're on all of this stuff. So when you say things without proof, and now you come on and say, oh, I got eight other women, now people are gonna say, oh man, that's 16 women now with no proof. And that's gonna carry with him forever. That's not going away. That can't be changed in an edit.
0: Can I ask you something? Sure. <laughs> Why doesn't it give you pause that 16 women said this man's name? Why does it give you more pause that I said his name than that they did?
2: I'll tell you why. I'll tell you exactly why. That's a good question. Okay. Okay. So, like I said, before all of this happened, I hadn't, you know, no, I, you know, I, I just, I'm not saying it like, you know, I didn't know who he was. just, I wasn't aware of all of the stuff until I did the research, right? Just like you, when things happen, you know what people do? They hop into the text. They hop into DMs. They say things about people. But you don't know if those are actually true. Same thing happened with with me. After I did all of this, people came in my DM and said, "You know something? I have an Amanda Steele story, or this happened, or that happened." It wasn't sixteen. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna just say it's a, an empirical number, but you know something? I don't know you. And you know the difference? hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me just give me a second. Okay. I, I don't know you. I've never met you. Um, I know Van. Van says you're a friend here, so I'm more willing to take his word than anybody else. But I would never. Ever say, well, this is what I was told, just to try to win a battle or to go back and forth and everything. To say, well, this is what I heard from people that I don't know, that I don't know if know you. This is what she they have said about her. And if it was so serious that I thought that it was criminal, then there would be a conversation that I would try to have with you. Say, hey, this is what people are saying about you. This is what you're saying. You know about you. I wouldn't do that publicly because you know why. Just for what you said, I have an outlet that if I do say something, some of the things that I heard, people are going to run with it. Never called you out of your name. I've never been like some of the other people that we won't mention on Twitter that I know have a a beef against you and have called you all type of crazy yes. stuff. And I don't like. I don't like that. I don't like being associated. With the person, I'm pretty sure you know who the person I know exactly is. Exactly the person. Yeah, is. I don't like to be associated with they, that person. They make lying headlines too. Right, I, I don't, I don't want to be associated, you know, with that person because I don't treat women like that. And when Van talked to me and your representative talked to me, you know, I took a step back and I said, "Well, can I talk to her? Let we can talk this out." I'm not, but that's, but to answer your question, that's why because I don't want to hear. What everybody else had to say. I want to hear what you had to say.
0: Can I I counter? Sure, sure. Uh I think what we're not acknowledging is there's a nuance. Uh The nuance in that story is one, that people are coming to you after already knowing who you're talking about. So you've already stated my name. Uh So they can come and just say whatever. There is a nuance that has to be acknowledged with the fact that without stating this person's name, people knew who I was talking about. They knew that Ooh. because they had had the same experiences. Mm. We have to acknowledge that nuance because mm. that's an incredibly different situation than a celebrity, who people know, and people mm. coming into your DMs saying, "Oh, well, here's my story, and here's my story, and here's my story." The other oh, difference fair. is that celebrities' interactions, right, mm-hmm. are different than folks who are just a part of the public sphere in a more private way.
2: Right? Oh, it wasn't just public; it's just well, just random people.
0: So, the, so, I mean, I'm just. I'm not, saying, I'm
2: not cutting you off. I'm just saying... No, even if it's another celebrity, right, right, it's still right, celebrities have right. different
0: interactions uh-huh. than others. So, there's definitely a uniqueness uh-huh. to that. Now, I, on my Instagram profile, literally, it says, I'm not for everyone. So, I'm uh-huh. sure people came to you and said, a man is a bitch, a man has been stank, a man is this, a man is that. I'm sure. But, accusing me of anything criminal? I doubt that greatly. Because I simply don't do that. Correct. And if they did accuse me of something criminal, then sure, please tell me. Because I want to rectify that immediately. Right. Because I want to make sure that it's clear that that is not what's going on. Now this individual, they got the right to do that. They got, and they did that. And that is every right. We're here today though, about a couple of basic things. And one of those basic things is simply that in reporting things, you're right. We all have a responsibility to reporting things accurately. We all have a responsibility to having a conscience mm-hmm. about how we report things. Like, for me, I don't think you understand how... And maybe, I mean, <laughs> maybe you don't grasp the, like, the 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 immensity of what took place after you simply stating the lie. And this person, um, you know, we... The difference between the two scenarios is that you don't know... If they're lying or not. But we know that you were lying about what I said. That's the difference. There is empirical proof that I never admitted to lying. There is empirical proof that I never accused somebody of sexually harassing me. So that's the biggest difference. Now, when it all really, really comes down to the bottom, 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 bottom line of all of this, we are in a very um, unique time right now uh-huh. with the Me Too and Time's Up. And there really is still a growing narrative on how to handle these situations. Sure. This is all new. It is literally brand new. It is literally brand new Mm -hmm. that women are able—I'm looking at you because we're here together. So I'm looking at you in your eyes so you can look me back in the eyes so I can respect you and look at you eye to eye as a man. Okay,
2: Amanda, Okay. No, because we're, oh, no,
0: because oh, I want to yeah. connect with the person. I get. I get. Nah, like he's not looking at me. I'm, I'm like, look at me, brother. I'm trying to connect with you, man. you a point though. I'm trying to connect with him. Like, listen. Yeah. This is a time where we have seen so much for the past how many centuries black men be falsely accused by people who are out to get them. We have seen black men lose their entire lives by people who are simply either, one, trying to protect their, you know, bullshit. Like, we've seen white women who literally have been sleeping with a black man and then accuse them of rape because they don't want to look like they were sleeping with a black man. So, like, we have absolutely borne witness. And you know why we've also borne witness? Because we were their girls. We were their women. We were their mothers, their daughters, their girlfriends, their sisters. And we look at Beale Street Talks. Mm -hmm. Like that's literally the same situation where this woman has to watch her man who she knows full well did not do this, be accused and have to live out the rest of his life out of an accusation. So that is not lost on me or I believe any sister who is boldly saying no to Bill Cosby. What do you say no to, people, to R. Kelly. Though? What do you say to people,
1: though, that see what happened in this situation? I'm, I'm okay. about to get there. Okay,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So that's why when, when we're in this situation, it really is like a new space. And it is a very, um, it's a very serious line to walk as a woman and as a black woman, because you're both black, and a woman. You have to live in both of those existences and understand the histories associated with that in a duality that a lot of people cannot understand who do not share that duality. I have to at the same time respect my brothers and love my brothers and protect my brothers at the same time that I continue to have a respect, a protection and a love for women and for my sisters. And we are all the time having to contend with what that looks like. So when we make accusations, we don't get the freedom of just like, oh, whatever, this nigga said this. No, if you are a conscious sister, you are very conscious about what that means. So you don't step into those waters lightly or loosely. And you don't want anyone to even for a second think that you would if you are somebody that really loves black folks. So to your point, no, I I think that we are in a new era where we're still trying to figure out the balance of that. For a lot of women, it's like, damn, Okay, I love the Cosby show, Mm -hmm. but I just can't be okay with there being this many examples. Do you
1: regret at all saying what you said and doing what you did and putting it out there in the way that you did?
0: I regret putting it out there in the way that I did. I think that there was an even, even though I was very thoughtful about my words, clearly I could have been even more thoughtful. But I do not regret the fact that, you know, this was the only means for me to do this without putting him in a situation where there could be a criminal investigation or where he could have like the board you know Mm -hmm. so that would to me this was the safest way for both parties because if I had went another way then it ends up being um, more than just a concern it ends up being criminal and I don't have proof that it's criminal but I have proof that it's a concern
1: to Robert's point did you ever think about reaching out to this person and letting people know I did you did I did tell him. So you, so you told. He didn't him, respond. Wow. Okay, so you you did reach out to him and tell him what people were saying about him. Yes. Interesting.
2: Do Robert. you do you dispute anything that he said in his Instagram post? Of course. Like, hold on. Let me rephrase that. Do you dispute everything that he says in his Instagram post? Is hey, give me the Instagram post. Is there me? something within the post that is accurate? Because okay. it's a lot there. I this just, is the Instagram just, post. I'm, I'm just, gonna read
1: it for people yeah. who I understand mm. that in today's world the responsibility falls on the accused in quotation marks to prove themselves innocent as opposed to the ones alleged accuser in quotation marks having to prove their claims before going public. Unfortunately, I found myself victim to these very circumstances. A blogging a blogger slash online personality I don't agree with that whom I've never met in person and have only interacted Once with with once via phone, recently claimed that I verbally harassed her during a call exchange. I never claimed that. She she furthered these claims by stating that anonymous sources have come forward and added their accounts to her narrative. Uh, Let me make myself perfectly clear. These accusations are absolutely false. Should be characterized as exactly what they are. Acts of bullying, intimidation, and retaliation. I have been raised to respect and also keep my personal affairs private, as that is a respectful thing to do. However, I will not sit idly by and allow someone to engage in an intentional character assassination simply because I did not return their advances or wish to engage in
2: a relationship as they may have wished. That is his side of the Oh, story. there's more. No, no, about? no, there's more. You... Is there more? Yeah, there is. Where? Right there. Go back. One more. Where? See. Right here. Oh, this one. Oh, accusations Mm -hmm. of sexual harassment should be taken seriously,
1: but the same should be said for false accusations against someone uh, and the impact that those Mm -hmm. accusations can have in today's digital world. I thank you for all your support and for allowing me the opportunity to stand up for myself and against any actions of bullying, Mm -hmm. intimidation, or retaliation. So his narrative is clearly that there was some type of uh, relationship between... That's false.
0: I agree. I agree. I agree with the last paragraph. Mm One thousand percent. False accusations should be definitely handled. And, you know, true accusations. The person who is uh, at fault should be held accountable. I feel like, you know, the problem is that we definitely have a society where we just haven't. We we are. (laughs) First of all, we live in a patriarchal society where we're just now getting to a point where we even listen to women, let alone believe them. OK, so that's that's the, we, we have some hurdles that we got to get over just in general with that space. I mean, as we saw with Kavanaugh, you know, as we've seen with uh, uh, sometimes I put people's names out of my head. Who's the other one on the Supreme Court? Uh, Anita Hill, Clarence, oh, yeah. um, you know, the, we haven't really come that far. In the reality of, like, you know, when women state, like, this is my truth, uh, there's still just this underlying sense of, like, "Mm, I'm not so sure about that. Black folks, we understand that wholeheartedly because we have also, just as a race and community of people have continuously had to be like no 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 that's that's not i mean we we are we're seeing <laughs> we're seeing the central park 5 film coming out like these are five people that were completely innocent the entire time fought for their innocence and many of them did not even get to see the light of day so we understand that on various levels now in this statement um and once again i feel like i don't want us to be completely just corralled to this particular instance solely this incident. But the fact of the matter is that a lot of those things are untrue. But you know what? I know my truth. And the truth is that a lot of the things that he's saying on there are simply just not in accordance with the things that I've been saying. So, you know, he can say what he wants and I am able to say what I want. And for what it's worth, people determine what they want to believe, right? Right. That's what we're dealing with with Michael Jackson right now. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's people just determine what they want to believe. I have never pursued a relationship with this person uh they contacted me I've had a phone conversation with them I've I've already said yeah, stated yeah, yeah. this several times Robert
2: I think the the issue is in, in my mind and the things that you say about false accusations and black women and black men and women in general and just being heard and everything are are accurate and <laughs> I think black men that that are for the cause um wholeheartedly agree with that And wholeheartedly agree that it should be us, not us against each other. I think the issue that people have sometimes is when you have someone that is saying that he's being falsely accused Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and then you have someone else saying, you know something, I'm not sure. (laughs) I I believe, you know, women, which I, I get, you totally should believe women, but I can't say for sure a hundred percent, ninety-five percent—that is true. That stigmatism for a black man, some uh, that already deals with a lot of stereotypes as it is. And I'm not talking specifically just about him. I'm just saying when you put that in stigma general. in general. Yeah, no, that's yeah. very right. Yes. So that's so, why you
0: only say it if you really believe it. Okay,
2: I, I'm with you on that. I feel you on that now. Okay, <laughs> right. but but here's the one point that I'm—I I'm, guess that I want to kind of maybe hopefully that that you understand as this coming from a black man. And I was told this a long time ago when I was a little kid, is that as black people, not just men, as black people, when one person in our race does something, it's almost like we all have done it. You can see a white guy go to Vegas, shoot 50 people at a thing, and it's not even talked about two weeks from now. When a black person does something, the stereotype seems to come with us all. And when we're in fighting, or we're accusing, or we're you know putting things out there, just like you said, you wouldn't want all of that stuff, you know, on you and people calling you names and all of that stuff. That stigmatism comes back on us as well. So to me, it's it's still hard for me to wrap my mind around knowing that you don't know for sure, but knowing that that stigmatism is going to not just stick with him, but it's also going to stick with. Other black, you know, men in this specific so case. You're
1: saying yeah. that an in, in indictment of him because of his 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 perch and where right. he's gotten uh, is sort of sort of lends itself to the inherent criminality that some yeah. people feel like black men
2: have. And just one other little point to that, and sometimes when black people do things wrong, seriously wrong, like we talked about Bill Cosby and we talked about R. Kelly, all of a sudden it comes back on all of us. Couldn't agree more. I think yeah. that sometimes when they do
1: things like right. that. The a mainstream American uh, mm. society looks at it as not
2: one or two people, but a black man showing right. what he's really made of. Exactly. And and that's really as far as I, I hear what you're saying. And I think at least we have some common ground with the responsibility aspects of journalism and, and saying things. That's the part that keeps you know sticking with me is that you when you're talking about just your dating part and a uh, comfortable part and things to look out for. I just think that you could have expressed that without it wasn't the, it, it, w- it, it, without the they name but that that's
0: not I did I did express that No I know you name. did. I'm talking about after. I didn't state the name until it became professional. Until the Wait, accusi- it, 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 until the until the accusations that were made were were about a pro- the professional space. That's when I said the name. I'm, I'm
2: confused mean, by I don't know what you what mean by you that. Said professional so, I don't know what you mean.
0: The people who were accusing had stated that they were working in the same professional space oh oh so that's when it's like okay oh I this okay. is deeper than worked with the person. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is deeper than just dating this okay. is now become a bigger issue and it's like okay i don't want to actually t- the, the the irony of all of this is that the what you're saying is that you would have preferred that i actually went To the popo Uh, or went to uh, his superiors. And I would not do that unless the accusation is... Unless someone outright says to me something that I can empirically, and and, Uh and the reality is that I don't. But the the truth of the matter is, this was like the safest way to like walk the line Uh without going into a scenario where I'm like actively putting this black man in a Uh criminal situation, which I never, no one Uh ever wants to do like no one wants to call the cops if you if you are a black person that's really about it and you know what's up you don't ever want to call the cops first of all because you feel like it's nine times out of ten going to backfire on you anyway so that's just that no, I'm I'm really like not about involving the popo
2: really the only thing about that is I guess there's because you so cause you're you, gonna
0: you, say due process no 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 no, no 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 I'm not, do, I'm, not,
2: I'm not saying due process at all it's just I see someone like our Kelly that people didn't want to call the police so who didn't no, want no, no, to... No, 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 no.
0: That's different because there right. is actual visual proof. There is a video. There is right. a there is a marriage license. So okay. that's
2: different. So right. So
0: so, so calling so, caution and calling acu- calling caution Ooh. and calling accusation are two different things. Which is why it's Ooh. such an issue to me when people say that I made an accusation that I did not make mm. because.
1: Robert, let me ask you something. Yeah. Do you feel like any part of the headline that you wrote was be was written out of a distaste for the way she handled this?
2: I wouldn't. I don't want to use the word distaste. Okay. I disagreed with with Hasha. I, I don't want to say distasteful. I think that's. But another so no word.
1: part of it you feel like was punitive though.
2: What do you mean punitive? Like you were punishing her? No, not oh, at all. Okay. No, no, Cause, no, no, cause, no.
1: Because the, mm-hmm. the and the not. only reason why I ask that is because. A lot of times with our platforms, uh-huh. and that wasn't to impugn you. no, 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 no! I'm saying <laughs> the, the 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 I might misuse punitive by the way. Yeah. A, 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 like um, the re- only reason why I, I I ask you that is because a lot of times with our platforms, mm-hmm. um, when there are a lot of people that listen to us, and this mm-hmm. goes for all three of us, when we feel like something is wrong,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, we want to cut it out of the uh, uh, of of the conversation. We want to for there to be um, some sort of backlash against someone. We, no, we no, feel no. Like someone's uh, done something wrong, and sometimes with us, with people who uh, have that, ooh. we have to be wary that that doesn't affect the standards uh, that we hold ourselves. Right. To.
2: Let, let me let me address that because it's a good point. Um, because you followed BSO for a long time, we uh, worked together. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you remember. So yeah, you know there are things that I see in media uh, that I feel like it's my responsibility to, to, to speak on. Right.
1: And so I know uh, that, right. like even with the Russell Westbrook thing, exactly. you right away jumped on the guy. Right. And I'm just wondering if, in this case,
2: right. if Amanda was the guy. No, here's the thing. I look at stories, and I, I learned this a long time ago when I was in college, to look at the story as the situation, not the person. And don't, because if you take it personal, then you kind of lose your perspective on it. Like, I don't know her, so I, I didn't feel any particular way towards her. The My issue was the process of how this you know went about was, and it wasn't specifically about him. It was... The greater conversation. Conversational. Yeah. And when I wrote my story, that's why I was like, you know, this is to be dangerous, not necessarily because I didn't believe you. It was, the situation could be dangerous because what if five people went to some random person about Van or about me and said, you know, we did, you know, this and without any empirical proof. And someone was like, well, I want to caution you about Robert Latau. I want to caution you about Van Lathan. And I have a mom and a daughter and, 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 you know, things of that nature. And they're like, my son is is on the front page of the Miami Herald, you know, because of this, because that's where I originally saw your, your story from. And, Which was also a false headline, right? That's what I'm saying. But I, um, <laughs> I, 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 I'm with you on that. Okay, we're, really? we're good on that. But that was the way I'm looking at it. Is that and and I understand that when you say things, there's going to be certain you know backlash about mm-hmm. it. I apologize. I would never want anybody to attack. i know not death threats because of your head. Yeah, yeah. Like I wouldn't want anybody to have a, a, a death threat. Over something like that, I, the the guy from Russell Westbrook last night has gotten death threats. I wouldn't. I'm not trying to make somebody get death threats. I'm trying to get to you know the end all be all of whatever we're talking about.
1: But you realize yeah. even in that case, mm-hmm. like we covered that story. Yeah. In that case, did you call him a racist in a headline?
2: No, I called him MAGA. Okay. So <laughs> all right. what,
1: what, what? What was the exact headline from the from the from the from the Russell Westbrook?
2: It was thing? just MAGA uh, MAGA jazz fan. The original headline was. You know, Russell Westbrook says he's gonna f up. You know, jazz fan. You know, maga jazz fan. Uh, he deletes his tweets. Mm-hmm. He deleted tweets and stuff. And then I went through a process of showing the real tweets because, as you know, we the fake fu- we
1: got fucked over. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, fake yeah, yeah. tweets
2: came out, so that's why I totally understand. Like, you know, there's a responsibility. So, so this, yeah.
1: what I mean to say by that is, even in that case, well, right. I
2: well, I'm gonna be honest
1: with you. Mm-hmm. I believe in my heart that that guy's a piece of shit, right? Mm-hmm. When I'm sitting down writing a story on TMZ, mm. I, in my headline, uh-huh. can't impugn his reputation. Uh-huh. I can't even say he's lying. I can't even say, I call people out. We did a headline here at TMZ. Uh-huh. This was the headline Miranda Lane. See, there Lama. you go.
2: See, MAGA Jazz Fan.
1: Right. Okay. You yeah, you that's, have that's, that's, MAGA? So, so this is the he headline. Had this, MAGA this is the headline. This is the headline. Twitter feed. Here's uh, mm-hmm. headline it says, um, uh, like, MAGA Jazz Fan Shane Kiesel, who wants you to believe, he didn't say anything Maybe. offensive to Russell Westbrook. Lied about being a pilot for Southwest Airlines. By the way, shout out to you because I don't get to write him that long. If I got to write him, I'd be <laughs> fucking Shakespeare yeah, yeah, with the yeah. airlines. But uh, but uh, but but so what I'm saying is, even even in that right, mm-hmm. I think that guy's a piece of shit. You think that guy's mm-hmm. a piece of shit. I think he lied. He was banned. By the way, for people who don't right. know, at the time of this, if you cook that headline that way, right. people are there's going to be a backlash against right. that guy. Right. So so if if. That's why sometimes I think the greater conversation here is, uh-huh. I'll go back to the headline we did. We did a headline to where Miranda Lambert um, was in a uh, was in a, 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 uh-huh. a, a restaurant in Nashville and threw a salad on someone. Uh-huh. And she threw a salad on this person and our headline read, Miranda Lambert um, uh, threw a, throws a salad on a woman in uh-huh. a restaurant, was provoked or was probably provoked or claimed uh-huh. she was provoked. In other headlines we fucking do, Mm -hmm. when people do shit, we don't have a motherfucking thing in the Mm -hmm. headline about whether or not somebody was fucking provoked. Mm -hmm. We don't go, uh, Solange attacks Jay-Z on elevator. She was probably provoked. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, we don't, like, we never do that. So I go to them and I go, yo, why do we, on the Uh, show, mm -hmm. I go to them and I go, yo, why do we cook this headline for her? Mm -hmm. Why are we in a headline about an article Mm -hmm. that is supposed to inform someone? And TMZ can do this, unbiased. Um that's what it got changed Change to, to right. uh oh, that's brand new though oh no, that's what it got that's yeah. what it got changed to. Why are we implanting into mm-hmm. somebody's the information that they should have right, and more importantly, do we do that for everyone right? so I guess what I would say mm-hmm. is, has there been anything that you've learned about first of all, your platform is much bigger than you think it is yeah. number one, you've got to know that um and like have you learned anything about the way you inform people as far as your headlines are concerned
2: uh, so I, just so you know, I've been doing this for over ten years now. Very successfully, you know, from scratch, just me from the beginning. Now, obviously, I've had a lot of help uh, over the years, and I make mistakes mm-hmm. on on headlines. I've made mistakes within stories. Oh, I've made them too. You know, I yeah. I remember one of the big ones was uh, Odell Beckham. Uh, it was a look alike, but he had gotten a fight at a club, and. It looked just like him. Mm-hmm. And Odell Beckham gets in the fight at the club. This was back when they were thinking about trading him and everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I put it out there and the New York Daily News put it out, BSO, fake headline, da 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 So, you know, I've made mistakes, you know, over the years. Yeah. And the, the thing that frustrates me, to be perfectly honest with you, Amanda, is that I wish that wasn't, I would have written it the proper way because then the conversation could have been what the conversation needed to be, right? More open and not... Okay, this is the, the the issue that we're having because, like I said, the conversation I think is bigger than what we have. Like I said, I apologize. No, you know, you for that.
1: brother, you don't have to apologize. again. What I'm trying to yeah. no, apologize. there's no limit. <laughs> <Sure, laughs> I receive all of them. But but what what, what I mean to what I mean yeah. to say is, when we talk about a greater conversation, we can have yeah. both a greater conversation about, we can have more greater conversations than just one. A greater conversation about how we handle both uh, conversations about this and accusations in the public sphere. Correct, And also, how we, as members of the media, Media. inform the people who rely
2: on us for information about these things. And I do think my platform... uh, Do you think there's
0: something unique to being a member of the black media?
2: I think, personally, I think, and this is probably why people take me so seriously is that they know that I won't let certain things, you know, slide. Meaning that... Exactly. If, Which is
0: the same reason why people take me seriously. Right. Which
2: so the
1: same reason why people right. take me, me seriously. seriously. <laughs> so if,
2: <laughs> you know, a woman gets, you know, eat, you know, arm eaten by a jaguar, you know, for sticking a hand out there, they know I'm going to point out that it's not the jaguar's fault. Yeah. If Will Kane is out here calling Antonio Brown a, a suicide bomber mm-hmm. and no other... Outlet is gonna, gonna take. take the it it well, you have. I, autonomy. Autonomy. Yeah. I have the autonomy to do that, and I have the connections to say ESPN. What are you gonna do about this? And if they say they're not gonna do anything, to point out that ESPN said they're okay, I guess with with Will Kane, mm-hmm. you know, it's a suicide bomber. Mm-hmm. So it does bother me. Can I ask you a question? Sure.
0: <laughs> Why did you not feel it necessary to? So I I guess what I what I'm oh. what I'm discerning is that you felt that because I was you felt that I was putting out this person to dry. I was hanging out this black man to dry. That's how you felt. Not
2: Correct. that not that I didn't believe you. That's I want to make that very clear because I'm not saying that I, I didn't believe. I'm saying that I felt that you were putting all of us out to dry because there was no proof.
0: Okay, so mm. a couple things. One, we can't pick and choose when it's all or not, right? So, like, sometimes... Mm-hmm. So, for instance, like with R. Kelly, like... I feel like many brothers will be like, that ain't us. That ain't us. That ain't us. But I'm like, okay, but in the greater sphere of things, to your point, he ends up getting to be a representative of the whole. And so if we're not, as the whole, being like, no, 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 then we are by, in Mm -hmm. essence, going along with this false narrative, right? Now, in this situation, I think what it really, really, really boils down to is... Why would you not feel the need to take the same approach of protection with my narrative as you wanted to with his
2: because he didn't publicly put you out there he
0: he literally did only he publicly feel- put a whole lie and you never contacted me or my representative to clarify if that was any if there was any truth to that you you literally had my videos in front of you and and took the initiative to. Create a narrative about them that was your own personal feeling, but that wasn't rooted in the facts. And for somebody who says, like, listen, I want to protect. I want to keep it 100. I want to always, like, make sure that we're on square. I feel like there was a preservation for, for the brother because you see yourself in that brother, but you don't see yourself in
2: me. No, I, I don't. I, I disagree with that in the sense that it wasn't protecting, you know, him. It was. And it, it was, was prote- not, It
0: was protecting you. It was not. It was protecting the brotherhood. No, no,
2: no. Not. It's not even the brotherhood. Oh, okay. Because it's protecting anyone that if you don't have proof, you get accused. Because the world that we're in now, it only takes a little bit to take someone's whole career, you know, off off center. Mine. I know. It's been things. happening to me right. for two weeks because right. of it. So. <laughs> But there's the thing about that is that I understand what you're saying yeah. in, in that regard right but because you it, could
0: have it, come directly to me and said why did you think this was cool
2: It couldn't have, it could have the whole thing could have been an avoided though from the beginning so it's a chicken and the egg type of thing I'm not saying that I couldn't have came to you I'm not saying that No it's just that.
0: A, it's it's not though cuz no. you cuz you have you, the opportunity to, to cuz the beauty of journalism uh-huh. is you have the opportunity to to direct how these conversations happen you could right. have said your headline literally could have been Actress and comedian Amanda Seals mm-hmm. feels she's protecting women by exposing their correspondence. In regard mm-hmm. I'm writing a long headline because I know you like a long headline. Mm-hmm. Uh, by exposing the correspondence that she has had mm-hmm. with this individual. That's a choice that you can mm-hmm. make, right? So, like, even in making the headline that choice, you have not decided to deny or go along with me. You have not decided to deny or go along with him. But you have taken a strong stance in, mm-hmm. okay, this is how th- this is how the narrative is playing out. And here's where I think it could be different. You know, the, I just think that we owe ourselves as a community and owe each other the same protection across the board. I will say, I thought that I was doing that by not saying, I know for. It. That's why I thought, like, okay, as long as I make it clear that this is me being the messenger, then I am allowing for there to be a fair amount of space for people to do what they want with the information versus, and, 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 you know, that's perspective. Like, you're shaking your head and you're like, no, I don't agree with you. Fabulous. You get to disagree with me. That's the beauty. And that's what I think it all boils down to is that, like, we get to disagree with each other. We just don't get to lie about each other. And I think that when it boils down to, like, the conversation being a bigger conversation is that we also have to look at the histories of people. We also have to look at, like, the con- the continual... Um, Way that people have presented themselves in the public sphere. I know for me, I get a bad rap because I will absolutely, like you said, call shit out. I will call shit out, and people are like, "Amanda hates black men" because I will call out. What brothers. do you feel?
1: So you feel like that perception that pe- of people saying that because when well, there's I-
0: people who literally push that perception just for their own.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, just- <laughs> yeah. So you're dogged by the perception that you feel that, that you hate black men or that you're, you're in some way, um, I've actually heard people say that you're acting as an operative to destroy black men.
0: I, I, I like...
1: <laughs> you, you, people say that about you.
0: It is under what, but I'm like, what is the, what would inspire you, what have I ever said or done that would inspire someone to think that? I work with black men as their employee. I employ black men, I date black men, I am a friend to black men. Mm-hmm. Like I've I've just I'm I've I have no idea what I have ever said or how I have ever represented myself or brothers in a way that would in any way insinuate that I am an operative. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I mean, and to me, it's like you just gotta look at the history of folks. Like I have a long history that you can track. I've been on My Brother and Me, I've been on television since I was 12 years old on a show that's literally called My Brother and Me. Mm-hmm. It's literally Black Man and Me, like, mm-hmm. that, like Black Man and Me. That's right, it. Right. So to me, it's like, I think what concerns me when I hear that narrative is we really don't have a lot of folks that get to have a big platform that earnestly and honestly fight for black voices to be heard on a daily basis. So why would we so flippantly um, try to debunk that without really like saying, okay, let's look at the track record of this person. Mm -hmm. I mean, people will see one post and just decide you hate black men. This guy over here said you hate black men, so you hate black men. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I just think that that's not, it's not good for us Mm. as a people. Like, it's just not good for us as a people. I also feel like people give me way too much credit to think that I would be able to even lie on that level. Mm. To be able to be a government operative? I mean, Mm. I can cry in a scene with Issa Rae. (laughs) Like, I I got the acting skills to do that. Mm -hmm. But like, it's like, and if you watch me on my Instagram, I'm like, when do I have the time? It's me and Lando. Right. (laughs) Like, when do I have the time? So, but, but the bigger, 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 bigger concern is really about how are we as a people moving forward how are we going to operate responsibly and these conversations have to happen because like you're giving me a perspective that i like may have considered but that To your point, you're like, you know, I disagree, I disagree. So now I have your perspective to consider if I'm ever in this situation before. Your specific Robert Lytile perspective to consider than I had before. Um, Now, in general, I never, like, was being flippant in the first place. But I think the conversations, like, when I was on TMZ and they asked me about, like, Gladys Knight singing the Negro National, I mean, singing the Star Spangled Banner, Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what I wish? I wish I could talk to Gladys. Mm. I wish I could talk to Gladys about this because mm-hmm. I don't want to be having these conversations on this with
1: subject. y'all. Yeah,
0: you know, and you know when.
1: Shout out to my check Friday. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm
0: saying is, all I'm I saying completely is completely understood. <laughs> I cheered you on
1: when you said that. All yeah.
0: I'm saying is that um, we have a responsibility as individuals, as writers, as creatives, as journalists, and simply as members of the Black community to do our best. To protect each other, mm. and it's very noble that you felt that you needed to protect uh, this overall concept um, because it's true. Like we definitely don't want to get in the habit of thinking we can just say whatever without any backing. I think at the at, I think at the most I can say. I feel like I have just presented myself on such a consistent basis as somebody who is incredibly responsible with, like, the information I put out and get behind that I, um, that I just feel like, you know, folks know me well enough to know that I would never say no shit just to say some shit. And that's why I even said in the video that I take this very seriously, what I'm about to say. Mm. Um, So, but... The conversation always ends up, for me, coming back to how do we as a black people elevate? How do we continue to get better? How do we continue to communicate with each other? Because really, I feel like that's the goal. Like, that the, communication is the key to all of this.
1: All right. Robert, what do you, like, Like, what's what's circling around in your head right now?
2: Just that if we're going to talk about that and do what's best for black people and be all for one and, and one for all and not pity each other against each other mm-hmm. is that when we do have situations that arise uh, that could be considered problematic, uh, just like she said, you have to be very careful with your your words. Uh, that's the only part that I regret. I was not as careful with my words in the headline as I was in the story. Uh, and when we put accusations out there that they stick, regardless if they're true uh, or, or not. And these type of things have, as we talked about this whole show, have much longer reaching, um, and I'm not just talking about you, I'm talking about me, I'm talking about all of us, have Mm -hmm. much, much longer reaching effect than probably what we're thinking about in the moment of our individuality trying to do what we think is best for our people. And we sometimes have to think a little bit farther, you know, in advance. You know, if I do X, you know what's Z, you know what's going to happen you know after that what's Y and Z is going to happen after that and I think this conversation has been a good conversation in the fact that I can always learn to be a little bit better, um, but I also want people to understand that the part of my platform is to make sure that the checks and balances are are all right and that I don't agree with and I think that's the main thing is I just don't agree with either going halfway. It's, you know, if you're over here or you're over here and if you kind of split the difference in the middle, I think it, it's, it's not good for anybody. Is, I don't think it was good for him. I don't think it was good for you in the, in the long term. I don't know how, like you said, you know, the caution and the accusation. I think that's a semantics type of thing, because once you put it out there, people run with whatever they they hear. They hear certain catchwords and keywords they're going you know, forward. So my whole thing is that I definitely need to be more careful with my words of how I say things, understand my influence. Mm-hmm. But as an overall reaching point is that if we're really all down for each other, problematic people need to be put out the paint no matter what they do. No matter if they're a neurosurgeon, no matter if they're an actor, or no matter if, if they had beat it in Billie Jean. If they're problematic, it needs to be out there. But if you don't feel like you have enough to take it all the way there, splitting it in the middle only just causes a lot of you know confusion and back and forth, and I don't think that's beneficial I didn't to anything. not split
0: anything in the middle.
2: You said it yourself. You said that's what you thought was the safest.
0: That's not splitting it in the middle, Robert.
2: How's that not splitting in the middle? You, you, you either have nothing, or you have extreme something, and you have safe, right? You said th- you. What this, is this metric? You said. You did something to where you felt that he wouldn't, you just wouldn't affect his career, but also gave enough caution to people about what other people have told you. That's that's correct. I'm not incorrect in saying so you're that.
1: saying either scorched earth or green grass.
2: Yeah, I'm saying if you do it in the middle, it's just that's just leaving it out there. I mean, that's that's halftime.
0: I don't think that's what that is, though. I think that what that is, and I,
2: is... I just think that's... I think we're, we're always going to disagree with that.
0: No, but I think it's fair for me. But I would like to say yeah. why I disagree okay. with that. Because <laughs> I think what that is, is... Um, I think that, you know, there's individuals who live in extreme spaces. <laughs> but I think there's also an intellectualism that comes with considering that, you know, there's a happy medium. Um, that there's a, there's a level of um, restraint... Uh, There's a level of actual uh, consciousness with understanding the full macro of the situation. Now, in my opinion, I didn't go halfway. Um, I went all the way with all that I had. And I felt like that is... The choice that i made and the repercussions of that are real uh, but i think that it's very important that i just st- i state conclusively that i don't i don't take i don't say anything lightly words are how i make my living words are how i live my purpose so I am very, very particular about words. So what you call semantics, I call poetry. And what you call a blog or a headline, I call journalism and a resource. Because the fact of the matter is, we live in a social media space where words have become the driving force for everything. So we have to be particular about not only the words we're saying, but even more particular about the words we are hearing and the words that we are writing. And I want to encourage our community To just understand that the same way that like people control, like we watch others control their narrative, like we can control our own narrative. I think sometimes people feel a way about me because they're like, who she thinks she is that she can control her narrative. It's like I'm somebody who's trying to demonstrate that we can all control our own narrative. We can all learn how to make sure that we are at the helm of how we are defined versus having someone else define us outside of us so for me my actions are a definition of how i want you to view me i want you to view me as someone who is fearless i want you to view me as someone who is conscious and i want you to view me as somebody who cares and who's considerate anyone who chooses not to do that that's their i can't i can't make them do that but i do hope that when I am presenting myself in these internet spaces and on these interviews and in writing and in my own creative works, that those things come across because that is actually at the core of who I am. Anybody who thinks I'm down with Pro is out their goddamn mind.
2: <laughs> Robert, last word, and then I'm going to say something. Sure, sure, mm-hmm. sure. And I, I agree with you that I think some topics do require some nuance. I mean, if we're disagreeing about LeBron and Jordan... I think sometimes there is a middle ground uh, to something like that or to agree to disagree with something like that. I just believe. Not really. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, just my final word Mm -hmm. is I think sexual assault. um, I think those type of behaviors are very, very serious. And I know you said you take what you said very, very serious. So you truly, you know, believed in what you were saying. And I respect that. Uh, I just said, well, those accusations are put out and we know that the the amount of false accusations are are very, very small, very small. And the majority of women are telling the truth. But to the person that's being falsely accused, they don't care about a percentage Mm -hmm. because their reputation and other things have now been, you know, scorned forever. And I just, you know, did a story about Sean Oakman, uh, you know, at Baylor, uh, you know, acquitted. Uh, after some text messages and other things, you know, came out. That's three years that he may never get back, never play in the NFL. Uh, Brian, Banks. It, Brian Banks, you know, like I said, to the person that's being falsely accused, the percentages, you know, don't matter. The black guy that's been in jail wrongly for X amount of years. So I just feel that when we're taking those type of issues, if they ever come up again, that before we put it out in the wind, because while you're very intelligent. And you can do that nuance, you can't necessarily, like you said, expect everybody to do that. Because in some people's eyes now, no matter what you say or how you say it, they're going to see him as some sort of predator. Mm -hmm. And he may be in a Walgreens sometimes, and they may not get the nuance. They just get um, this. I remember what Amanda said. I can't exactly remember what she said. Well, you know what's uh, funny? Yeah.
0: People actually remembered exactly what I said yeah, because just, they're yeah. in your comments.
2: Yeah, right. well, I'm, and just, you know, I, I'm just like I said. I'm just I'm just giving an because I'm very line. lucky to have you, a following
0: you, that is yeah. incredibly. You understand what, what I'm
2: saying? I, yeah, I, yeah. I get, And listen, that's my so, that's so, just, that so, was so just my. This is what I'm going to say yeah. in
1: closing. Well. Yes. Um, what, what I'm going to say in closing, a couple of things. Number one, it's very important that everyone hears this and knows that no one was canceled today. Okay, <laughs> like nobody was canceled today, but. Having said that, the issues that we were discussed on the podcast today are insanely serious. Personal responsibility in terms of trying to navigate the social landscape that we have right now is very responsible. There's no, there's, very important, shall I say, there's no man out there worth his salt that does not want women, particularly black women, to feel incredibly empowered um, and ha- want them to have every weapon to tell every story that they have to tell, okay? But there are also a lot of brothers out there who feel like there's a witch hunt that is going on and that black men are unfairly uh, being um, sort Targeted. of the, 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 exactly, the target of that. Choose your own adventure on that. Um, <laughs> I'm serious. I can't, I can't argue you out of one side of that. That's for, for you guys. What I will say is that the bigger thing for me is that I posted something on my Instagram a couple of days ago and it was a, a scene from Lean On Me. And it was Joe Clark, Mr. Clark, arguing with Robert Guillaume, mm-hmm. best known as Benson, but also had a fantastic
0: <laughs> role in Leon. And Rafiki.
1: And, oh, Rafiki, you know, give it up for Rafiki. I mean, they had a vicious, vicious disagreement about something that's important as anything the minds of young black people, yeah. the lives of young black people. They are arguing the merits of their respective life works, right? But these are two guys who have enough trust in one another to have disagreements, this sort of bitter, and then at the end of it go, you look at it your way, I look at it my way, let's piece it up and move on. We might never get on the same page right here, but that doesn't mean we have to burn the book. You what I'm saying? Like, Robert has owned up to the fact that something happened that he feels like he could have been better about, but he's also challenged people To be more caring about some of the things that they might do. That's completely fair. For all of you out there that are saying Amanda tried to take down a black man, come on, y'all. Get real. Like it. it, Like not every single accusation on not every single talking point is a larger conspiracy to destroy somebody's entire life or destroy an entire community. We have to be able to talk these things through. All right. Now, hopefully you guys can shake hands right now. You know what I mean? Not that big of a thing. This is also going to go on small doses, is
2: it not?
0: It is. And I feel like you should write a new headline.
2: Okay. Oh, she wants a new headline. Well, because I listen to people and I hear what they say. The headline was corrected within 45 minutes. Doesn't
0: I, matter. If I, that was I, a week late. You hey. just, you just hey, said hey, you wanted me to hey, correct hey, it. Hey, no, I didn't say correct right. it. Hey, oh stop. I didn't say correct it. I said write a new headline. I, I did not say correct it. That's right. different. Right. Right. That's different. Oh, feel-
2: oh. And then I, I offered that. And, and I offered that I said I will If you like I will write a totally different story From her perspective I offered that You can ask your okay. thing okay. was no problem We, we, we might yeah. get that done Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, We out <laughs> of here
0: going to put this on small doses Yeah well, Okay
2: yeah. We out of here Appreciate it
0: The Last Dose I want to thank Van Lathan for opening up his podcast to this conversation and creating a space for this type of dialogue. I think it's incredibly important that whenever possible communication is had. Now, it doesn't mean that the communication is always going to be reflective of the same levels of intellect or ethics or um, information. It doesn't always mean that it's going to bring two people to the same mindset, you know, or create peace and harmony. But what it does is it shows that perspectives, though different, can inspire new perspectives and that can actually inspire others to share their perspectives in other ways. I think the most important and effective part of us doing this conversation was to show that you don't have to let someone control your narrative. And that it really, whenever you have the opportunity to be in the room and to challenge that, to challenge someone trying to define you, you take it. It can be scary. It can be frustrating. It can be concerning and confusing. But It's especially important, especially as women, that we acknowledge that for so long we simply haven't been heard and we are continuing to push our direction into being heard and not just heard, but believed, understood, and supported. So thank you to everybody who has done that. Share this podcast and uh, also understand this. I come from a place of positivity and protecting. And that has always been my role. I was always the person standing up to the bully. I was always the person breaking up domestic violence in the street. I'm always a person who, when somebody's being disruptive on the train, I'm the one who steps up and says, "Okay, I know that I have been given a lot of gifts, and I've been very fortunate to have those. But two of the biggest gifts I've been given are strength and bravery." And when you know that you possess those things, you have to move in a certain way. And one of the ways that you have to move is that you have to step into spaces that a lot of people need to step into, but a lot of people don't feel like they can step into. And it brings you a burden. It's a gift and a curse. It brings you under fire. It brings you into a place of being a target. And it definitely brings you into place of doubt for many people because they can't even fathom that someone would do that, would put their life or their career or their success on the line for people they don't even know. But it happens. For some people, they're doing it every day without ever announcing on a podcast. But I'm doing it today and I've done it already and I would do it again if my gut tells me that it's the right thing to do. If it's going to protect women and if it's also going to continue to challenge the narrative that all these brothers are the same because they're not. There are really, really good men out here, and they should not have their goodness by any means diminished by someone else who's over here pretending to be good. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you.